Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 155 of Parenting in Real Life. It's, yeah. It's been a minute, so we're glad to be back. Yeah. Hi, I'm Alan. And I'm Alexis. We had five kids in seven years. People think we're crazy, and sometimes we think they might be right. But most of the time, we love it. We hope this is a place where you can learn to be a better parent, but without taking yourself too seriously. Whether you're a new parent or have a few years under your belt, we hope you can find something new to think about. Or laugh about. After all, this is Parenting in Real Life. So for our Parenting in Real Life moment this week, Alan and I were sitting on our bed and I noticed these little black things on the bed and I didn't know what they were, but they were small. So I was just kind of picking them up and throwing them on the floor. (laughs) And Alan looks at me and says, those are bird seeds in case you were wondering. (laughs) I was like, what? How did bird seed eat on our bed? And we have a tree in the front yard that has a bird feeder in it. And apparently the kids were playing on the grass where the bird seeds fall when the birds are done with it. And they had tracked it into our room somehow. And I, I don't know. I don't know if they were like rolling on the grass or something, but it got on their clothes and then ended up on our bed. So, you know, sometimes as a parent, you're just going to have weird stuff like that, like bird seeds on your bed. So... We took the summer off. I wasn't planning on it, but it just kind of happened that way. And this felt like a crazy summer. Longer and longer off. We were going to do a month, <laughs> and then it was two months, and now it's been. I was like, you know I what? Don't let's, even know. let's just wait till the kids go back to school because I do not have time to be doing podcast stuff. So if you missed us, we're sorry. But if you didn't, we're back. <laughs> I think perhaps our most hypocritical episode we've ever done was the last one we did right before summer. <laughs> We had all the summer tips of how to keep your sanity. This was our longest and hardest summer that I can remember. I don't know what it was. It just felt like all the stuff that we had planned as opposed to like routines kind of went out the window. We had more kids involved in stuff in the summer. I think that's part of it too, is we had sports this summer, which we've never had before. And so that made things different with practices and tournaments and yeah. Well, I don't know what else you think. It's I just think it busy was. and everybody was up in each other's grill, like right out of the gate. And so it was just a lot of. There was not a lot of other. trips. And I don't know if it was too much. I mean, it just seemed like we'd get on a routine and then trip. And then we'd have to feel like we'd kind of have to start all over. And then we'd get on, start a little bit. And then we'd be on a trip. And it just, it just trip seemed like. Trip is a fitting name for. The... <laughs> I know. Not a vacation, right? It was just a just, trip. It was a trip. <laughs> trip is a mess up our whole schedule in lives. So. We were super excited to see the kids go back to school. Amen. We got one left and she's starting this week. So we made it. This is our first year of all kids in full day school. And I know there's lots of moms who feel sad about it. And if you do, that's great for you. I am not one of those moms. I am so excited for this milestone in my life. (laughs) Yes. So if you're like me, then all of us do better. Our kids like it better. Like Lucy's needed school for the last two years. So. Yeah. It's mutual. Our kids thrive on a routine because they just get bored really fast. And so when they have a teacher telling them what to do and switching activities all the time, it's perfect for them. And they're all super social mm-hmm. and relatively do well at school. Good enough. That that's not like hard for them. So yeah, they like it a lot better than hanging around with us. Yeah. We also had some other changes. I got a job. So I had a job working from home. And now I have a working outside of the home job. It's still part-time. 
for the first time since we had kids. Yeah. 13, 12 years ago. 12 and a half years ago, I quit my job to, which was actually out of college and (laughs) I'm back out of college, (laughs) but I'm teaching ESL to second language learners. So I've had my first week. It was super fun. I love it. I think this is going to be a really good career for me. And the first time that I'm doing a job that feels like it will keep turning into a career. Like I have career plans starting with this, but before I've done work from home stuff, that's just been to like bring in extra cash to keep me busy. Like just feel like I'm doing something else. Keep using my brain, which was great. It was great to have at the time, but now I feel like, okay, with all my kids in school, I'm ready to do something that will be a career path. Yeah. I think it'd be good. Yeah. So I'm super excited. It was kind of crazy. Apparently the department I'm in had some turnover and we didn't have all the stuff we needed. So the first week was a little nuts, but I finally got all my stuff. So I think it's going to be good going forward. Yep. So that's going to be a big change. All the kids in school is a huge change. Mm-hmm. Our kids are getting much older. Like they just feel more busy and involved with friends and extracurriculars and all that stuff. Our oldest in middle school this year, which in Utah is seventh grade. I know other states, they do it in other grades, but seventh grader this year. So that's also a new thing for us is our kids are not all in elementary school anymore. So we're getting up there. (laughs) And it doesn't feel like fall at all. It's still (laughs) like nineties here. So someday, someday it will be fall. We just wanted to give you that little update on us. And then we thought we, we would talk about some back to school routines, which we're just jumping into. And I just did a podcast interview with a professional organizer and life coach, and she gives some more routine ideas. So that's going to be in a couple more weeks. So I've like, this would be a good time to just, I feel like halfway through the semester, you kind of need to refresh. So we're going to have that refresh later on in a, in a couple weeks, but this would be a good, just like start out. So something that I like to do as the mom with all the paperwork that comes home is we have an area in our kitchen that has different folders for one for each kid, just like a manila folder, you know, and I just keep paperwork in there because there's just stuff that comes home from the teacher that you might need to reference later, especially like birthdays and stuff. They're like, this is how we do birthdays in our class. Or these are supplies that we need throughout the year or whatever. It's just a good place to hold on to these papers when you need to reference them. So I just have a little manila folder, keep all my papers in there because I don't need them most of the time. But I just like them there to check every once in a while. So if you have papers you need to hold on to, because not all teachers email stuff, that's a good place to go. Yep. Another one of the routines that we love to do is have like a moment that is designated for everybody being together. Because mornings can be crazy. In the morning. Yeah. Everybody's hustling to get where they need to go. We've got work. They've got school. and, And people are trying to wake up and all of that stuff. So we have a time that we say... And this year it changed because we have somebody going to school a lot earlier. So this year, seven o'clock is our scriptures and prayers time. And that means everybody needs to like be at a place where they can come and do scriptures and prayers. And it is not like a hundred percent. Like I missed it a couple times this week and <laughs> kids all miss it occasionally, but we try and get whoever's awake to pause what they're doing. And we do very quick 60 second version of scripture study. And then we say prayers together. Mm-hmm. I think that's really important. Yeah. And I do love it. It's just a good way to like send the kids off to just have yeah. that home discussion. That's religious. That just kind of helps build them up for the day and then they can go to school and yeah, just have that base in the morning. And Alexis is more involved in their like hair and getting ready and stuff. But I feel like I can totally like just not see some of my kids in the morning. So mm-hmm. this 
is a time where I can like, okay, yep. I have five kids. They saw me. I saw them. Otherwise it's just like in the evening, you know, so it can be kind of lame, but this is better. One of the other things we like to do to help us stay organized is that we have a place for backpacks and this has actually changed. So we actually have lockers in our garage that was made for the backpacks and the kids don't use them for some reason. (laughs) I feel like that's a classic, like we buy these organizational things for you guys to use. This is going to be great. And then they just don't do it because they come through the front door. They don't want to walk to the garage to put their backpacks away. And so they won't use them. I think that's the kicker. If it was on the way in, maybe, but still, I don't think they would. Yeah. So we have just like a console area and the bottom is empty. There's just a shelf on the bottom and I haven't put anything on there. So we just started putting our backpacks there. So all the kids can put their backpacks there and that way they can find them in the morning. They know where they are. If there's any paperwork or anything like that, that we can get from there. They're just right there in the living room. So that's where our backpacks are now. <laughs> For those that don't know what a console is, oh. <laughs> I think of like a Nintendo console. Um, it's like just an entry hall table, like a long skinny table yeah. um, that has the little bottom shelf thing. So that's been great. It's been nice. And they don't put it on it, to be clear. Buster, you I put here. 100% of the backpacks on the console every night when I'm cleaning them. But it is nice to have a place where it's close by because I don't want to walk out to the locker either. I think that is something to think about as you're figuring out how to like run things in your home. And I've heard this on other podcasts too, which I think is is good. But like, if you have a place where kids are naturally putting their shoes, put a, a basket there so they can put their shoes in. Hmm. Right? Should we talk about that? No. <laughs> that was an yeah, interesting I- example. <laughs> Alexis is convinced that we never have shoes by our front door. And we, we always have a giant pile of shoes by our no, front door. No, we don't. We and if we don't, it's because Chloe and I move them. But Alexis believes that our kids are really good at not putting their shoes or they just put them like in the middle of the room, like front door. I honestly sure. think like, they do that. hooray, they put it in an area. Usually it's just like one's on the couch and one's on the table. and one's- They are supposed to be in our area, which is kind of like a mud room that goes into the garage. We have buckets in there for them shoes. to put their shoes in. Yeah. Usually that's where they are when they're like, where are my shoes? I'm like, check the buckets. Check your closet. Like those are the two spots. I don't win a lot of arguments, but I think this one is <laughs> the evidence is pretty apparent that <laughs> kids are not putting their shoes away. But something else that we've done within the last few months is we have like a stair basket now. So we used well, we used to have this when we lived in Wisconsin because we had like a mm-hmm. landing, and so it had a space that we could put a bucket. We don't have that in this house. So we actually have Alan saw this on Instagram. Someone has a bucket that fits on a, on the stairs. So it like goes around the stairs. Stair shaped. Yeah. So like there's like a deeper bucket on the first stair and the shallower bucket on the second stair. Yeah. So it just rests on the stairs. So we do have that to put things to take up the stairs because we usually just have piles of stuff on the stairs. So that has helped with that too. And to be clear, we also don't use that right. And it's like fills until it's overflow. And then like once a week. <laughs> But at least like we should half have. of the pile fits in the bucket. So. We should empty it every day. We usually do it once a week. And so that's why it just is overflowing all yes, the time. There's too much mess for <laughs> once a week. Especially with some of our kids who like to bring their room downstairs into the living room. And then we try we to put excited it for the specific <laughs> kid to start kindergarten this year. <laughs> Very helpful. That things change. She's our really our only kid who's played with toys. But that also means there's toys all over our house because yeah. she moves them everywhere. But. At least she uses her toys. <laughs> yep. And honestly, that's all the routines we can manage. To the other routine we have is just run like crazy to all of the things happening all the time because it's just 
it's a zoo trying to get everybody to everything in the afternoons, but Alexis yeah. is pretty good at it. We do have calendars and stuff like that. That has really helped, especially with our oldest kids. We have a Google calendar that mm. we've added our oldest to. She hasn't added to? me to it though. So it's very helpful for her. And the girls. <laughs> it should be. It's the family one. I'm you not, should be. Honest. No, but you've moved all their stuff to them. And so I don't see oh, that. Well. So I need to share their stuff with Alan too, but it's been nice. So I can see their specific things and they can add their own things. Like if they have parties or just different things that they want to be doing throughout the week and they can schedule it in so I can see it instead of being surprised that they want to go to a friend's house or something, mm-hmm. you know, and we have other stuff also this so they can see our schedule and be like, we, you can't do something that night because we have this going on, you know? So I've done Google calendar for the last couple of years, but adding our oldest kids on it has been really nice too. Now that their schedules are getting more busy. True that. So welcome back. We are back. We have a whole lineup. We haven't been posting podcasts, but we have actually been pretty busy recording podcasts. Mm-hmm. Done lots of interviews with really cool people. So we're excited. Next week, we're starting off with Joe from the Strong Family Project. So come back next week. Next week? Every other week? Next week. Next yeah. week. <laughs> I don't know how often we do these things. <laughs> come back next week to hear that interview. Definitely check in every week and we'll have those interviews and episodes just us about life as a parent. Yeah, bud. Bye. Thanks everyone for listening. You can follow us on Instagram at parenting IRL podcast or find us on our website at parentinginreallife.com. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like what you're hearing, make sure to tell a friend. That's the best way for people to find out about our podcast. And if you haven't already, give us a rating. And a special thanks to our five kids for being kids.